0: welcome everyone to the gaming couch be it video games card games or board games we'll have a good time playing so come and join me on the couch this is your host smart boy hello everyone so uh yeah well I do apologize I do apologize I took kind of a unannounced break for the past two weeks I mean really the only thing I gotta say is just been busy work and other stuff and I just I just wasn't in the right mindset like to do to to do this make content stuff like that I just wasn't in the right place mentally like I wasn't thinking about it stuff like that and it would have just been not good quality I'm not saying that I do good quality but I feel like if I did any episodes these past two weeks it would have just there really wouldn't have been any point to doing it. There wouldn't have been nothing in it. There would have been no heart. That's, like, really kind of the thing. It's the past episodes. I've always had something on in my mind about what I want to talk about or just something I was passionate about, or something that was happening. That I'm like, you know what? Let's just talk about this. Let's just get into this yada yada, all right? And I just feel that wasn't there these past two weeks. So I took an unannounced break. It felt good. Like, I just did whatever over the weekend, and I kind of just relaxed, things like that now I'm getting back into it you know I'm doing the episode today and I I believe I'll have the heart to keep going now and like I think I'll be kind of right mentally you know even with everything else going on I'll be like you know what this is good let's keep going etc 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 and able to do content every week because I do enjoy this I started doing this out of sheer boredom because I thought it'd be fun i enjoy it and as much as I might have just a few listeners I do check and I see people listen every week. So I figured, you know, why not keep doing it? There are people out there. Even if there's a few of them that listen. So yeah, let's just get back into it. Let's get into our normal weekly schedule. You know, every Sunday at eight, same stuff, no change there. And yeah, again, I just, I apologize for the unannounced disappearance for the past two weeks. So I'm back. And for those of you listening, welcome back. It's been a while. Now, something uh something happened, let's see. Uh, last weekend Yeah. Or two weekends ago. I can't remember. Alright. There was a day I went out to Long Island with some friends, and there's this really awesome game we played called Rangers of Shadow Deep. It's been out just for a few months. If any of you are familiar with the game Frostgrave, Ghost Archipelago, or the name Joseph McCullough, you might know already what I'm talking about. Now, the previous episodes we did before I went on this little hiatus were about D&D, and I think Rangers is very similar, and this kind of is a good transition to bring us into some other topics, tabletop gaming, war games, stuff like that, you know, and transition kind of out of this D&D phase for a little bit, and maybe touch base on it here and there in the future. But anyway, one of the big highlights I loved about Rangers is the cooperative play, all right? And here, here's the thing. in In games like Dungeons & Dragons, obviously there is some cooperation going on. You're in a party with all these people, you're trying to succeed at something, etc., etc., etc. However, because you are playing out this character that you've created, your motives might not line up with someone else's, or your character's personality might not line up. Like, there's various things that could happen that can cause a divide in a group, and I've seen it. Like, it's not necessarily bad, okay? It doesn't mean it's going to break out into a fight. It just means... I might not work with you because I believe in something different or, you know, I believe this is wrong what you're doing or I believe we should do this instead. And now people aren't working to the same goal anymore. And it's not that it, it could get weird, like it could escalate, but there's something about it like, always in the back of your head that you're saying, yes, we need to do this so we can survive. And then you got the guy over there, like the warrior over there saying, no, 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 you guys are good. I'll be over here. Like it it's tough. Like the cooperation there kind of sucks at times, because it's just your character you really have to worry about. Like, if someone else goes down, yeah, you might feel a little guilty, but the adventure kind of continues. Now, Rangers is kind of in a similar boat, Rangers of Shadow Deep. Everyone has a party they make, a company is what they call it, where you have companions, and then the main character, the ranger, who's like the big, beefy one who leads everyone. Every person that comes to the table brings that, like that small selection of characters. However... You have to play together in a form of you might have already spent the points to hire on these seven different companions. But when you do co-op and you're playing with someone else, you can only bring so many of those. There's a limit to the amount of companions you can bring. And because of that, it turns into this thing that you have to rely on others to survive. And... Yes, D&D is kind of that way, but I, I still feel there's something in D&D that allows you, you know, you can still go solo. There's still a way that characters can find a way to adapt and thrive. And for the most part, if a character does go down in combat, usually just like, we do this, we do, we do a thing, like we cast a spell or you do something in combat. Something happens that the player's not going to die. In Rangers, because it is a war game, it, you know, you play on a tabletop, you have miniatures, terrain, stuff like that. There is no such thing as that. Like, if a character is reduced to zero, that is it. The character's out of the game, and then there is a chance that they actually permanently die. With that, the stakes are a little higher. And the cooperation that the game demands is a little higher, I feel, than another role-playing style games. Because it's not just like, okay, we'll just go on a quest, find this thing, and bring the character back. It's, oh, your character died? Well, shit, I feel bad. It demands that the team works together. And when the first time I played it with two of my friends, it went very well. I actually felt a little bad. Not because necessarily something bad happened, but there was a chance something bad happened. I created a character that had some heal spells, essentially a paladin. I wanted to make a paladin. So I have this paladin character who has access to a single-use heal spell during any game. Like, once per game, I can just say, boom, you're healed a little bit. And I'm a melee-only fighter the other two guys that were with me, their ranges, like their main characters and their companions, were mostly focused range. One of them could kind of do both. Like, he was okay in melee and okay at range, but he preferred range. It was better for him. Well, his two companions, the two guys that he hired on to join him, you know, like additional characters that aren't as strong, they – oh, excuse me. Sorry. They went down during the skirmish, and then he got pretty low on health. And then I'm sitting there. I looked up. I'm like, holy shit, Chris. I feel terrible. I forgot. I have heal, and you're on the other side of the map now. I, I need to get closer to you to help you. And immediately after that, the next mission, I was a lot more conservative that. I stayed near the center of the map where I could easily get to people to cast that heal spell if needed. We didn't, it didn't require it, like we didn't need to do it, but it felt good, you know, fixing that mistake. Because each mission, the guy that created, Joseph it was brilliant. Missions are broken up into scenarios, And when you set off to do a mission, whether it's two or three scenarios long, and uh, maybe he'll make them some that have four in the future, I'm not sure yet. If a character goes down, whether they are killed or they have a result of badly wounded, which is they're not dead, but they're severely injured, so they can't continue, for the rest of the mission, you can't replace that character. So if you're doing one of those three scenario long missions, and during scenario one, two people go down, either dead or injured, whoever was in control of that group, Let's say in this scenario we have three people, you only can bring, you know, three uh, characters in, you know, the ranger and two others. That person's down to one character, whether it's a companion or the ranger. They're down to just one person. The other two, they're gone. You know, they have to either wait till the whole mission is over, which is the next two scenarios are done. Or, you know, to bring people back in or hire someone back in to fill in the holes from people dying. Because of that, the stakes feel higher. There's no pause between combat. There's no really, like, rest period of... Let's collect ourselves, fix anything that went wrong. If anyone's down, get them back up. It's, no, if that person's down, that person's down. Period. And now you, as an ally in this game, you're also handicapped. If this guy's only bringing one person to the table instead of three, that means the whole team has two less people to work with. Because you can't sub in. Like, there's nothing you can do to sub anything in. There's no GM that can just tweak things on the fly. Like, oh, shit, that person... The monster got a crit, and that character went down. Let me make some last-minute changes to this encounter so the players still have a chance to still have fun. No, with with Rangers, it's – this is how the scenario is built. Like, you can still home rule it because it is co-op versus essentially like an AI opponent. Like, the creatures have their own rules they follow automatically. You could tweak the rules if you want to as a group. But that usually doesn't happen. It's like, no, let's just bite the bullets, keep going – with it because there is no one controlling the creatures. There's nothing to just say, like, oh, the creatures only have a heart of gold or whatever. Like, there's nothing that'll save their skin. I think that's great. And I I'm interested in more games like it. I'm interested in more war games specifically, that have a co-op element to it. Board games and card games, you know, war games, pretty much anything tabletop related, and even couch multiplayer on video games, there's a lot more joy to it. When you're working with others, than against them. And don't get me wrong. Playing games like Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros., Halo, competitive things like that are very enjoyable. Especially when you're playing with good friends. It can be very enjoyable in the versus style. Yet, when you kind of come together and you all have the same goal that you have to achieve together. So, it's not, you know, the, the ultimate goal of a fighting game is, of course, to win, you know, like Halo, you want to be the last man standing or have the most points at the end. However, if you're not on a team and it's a free-for-all, yeah, everyone has the same goal, but they're not working together. They're working against each other. When you're as a team and you're all working together to that end goal, there's an extra joy to it because you're able to share in that victory. If you win a sing, if you win a game that's a last man standing side, so I was like, yeah, I feel good. I won, but no one else is there to share the victory. Everyone else, you know, they might congratulate you, of course, good sportsmanship. GG, all that kind of stuff. But there's still kind of that bitter taste in the back of everyone's mouth who lost of like, ugh, I didn't win. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick myself in the ass and bring this up. Like, Evolve. Ev- Evolve was great for that. When you had four people working together unified to kill a monster, especially a, a player-controlled monster, something felt amazing about that. Like, not only are you bringing on this massive creature, which alone feels good, like I started playing Monster Hunter World, and it feels kind of good fighting these big creatures every now and then, so I'll, I'll pick it up here and there and just play around a little bit. It feels good, but it feels even better with multiple people. Like, even Monster Hunter World, I enjoyed playing a mission with other hunters. I just, even I don't know them, it kind of felt good. Like, yeah, we're all fighting this thing together. We're all in this world together. You get to celebrate together. And so in Rangers, when you pull off that nat 20 crit to kill a monster, or you get to the end of the scenario in time, like anything like that, it feels kind of good because then everyone celebrates together. You know, it's still GG, good game, yada, yada, but it's also like, yeah, we're all there. We all get to celebrate it together as one i i welcome those games like sentinels of the multiverse i still have lying around and that's fun to pick up every now and then when you're working together as a team and everyone has their role and everyone's fulfilling their role to the best of their ability and you're able to win it just like everyone kind of revels with each other of victory at the end so i think we just like we need to start looking into more of that there are, there are games out there that definitely have those kind of elements but yeah like, let's get a few more war games in there let's is there other board games or card games we can look at that have some sort of co-op style? Not necessarily versing one player against a team, because that could still be okay, but eh. But it's, everyone's working against, like, one just, you know, an AI opponent. You know, a card game where, like, in Sentinels, it says, here are the rules for how the he, how the villain plays. Do this every turn and follow what the card says. Something as simple as that. There's still some agency in the game because you don't know what the villain's going to do because you got to draw the top card of the deck. Or in Ranger, since it's a miniatures game, you know the creatures just react to the placement of figures on the board, and then an event card turns up to mix things up. So like, I can react to the creatures. I know there's a two knolls right there. All right, and Chris's archer is a little too close. They might go. They're going to go after him because he's the closest figure. Let me run my paladin up there, or let me run my my henchman up there. That. Is melee focus and can handle that. Get them in there to protect Chris, so he can get out of there. Yeah, it's automatic. I know what's going to happen. Like that's the entire point I'm doing But It still feels good, like that coordination with each other. I'm gonna, I want to stop rambling. This is going to be a little bit of a short episode. I apologize. We're gonna get back into things, don't we? Holidays around the corner. We'll have a fun episode before Christmas because I will be posting the Sunday before Christmas. But yeah, going into those holidays, if you have time off. You know, whether it's because you're in school or you you have extra vacation time stacked up that you used, if you got a chance, yeah, hit hit up a few good friends or the family or whatever, and be like, let's play a game that we can all win. Especially as for a family, I think it brings people closer together because you're all playing to the same goal. Like not only are you working together as a team, you're working together as a family to overcome something, and that's really co-op games. It's like you're in a family. You're working together so that the family can succeed so that the team can win so when you're you're playing with relatives you know it feels good it shows like yeah good family bonding time you know stuff like that i mean alone the thing about it all for the holidays put it on your list you know maybe use that christmas bonus or ask people for it you know as a present or whatever looking to get in some miniatures and look into the ranges of shadow deep's uh rule book it's I got it on drivethroughrpg.com for about, I want to say, twenty bucks or something like that, twenty to twenty-five dollars. I'm not entirely sure, but it's in that range. And that was for the uh, the hard copy. There was a PDF that's much cheaper if you want to just do a PDF. It's up to you. And look into that. I've I've seen some stories on the Facebook group that I'm a part of, the Rangers of Shadow Deep Facebook group, where people were posting things and saying like. You know, my family's never you – know, like, oh, I have some kids that were never interested, but then when they heard about this game, they wanted to play with me so they could learn it. Or the funniest story was a guy – you know, he the typical story of man married to woman, and after they take care of the stuff of the day, woman's like, oh, you're going to do – you know, you're going to be doing your thing for the rest of the night. And he's like, well, if it's okay with you, and instead of the typical like, yeah, sure, whatever, and she goes off to do her own thing, she says, well, sure, but how about you help me, you know, make a ranger first so I can play with you? It, because Rangers and a lot of other co-op games can be easy to pick up. Like, You look through the Rangers rule book, it's a little thick, but that's because everything's in there. Like the beastery, the missions, the uh, companions you get, everything's in there. But the rules are pretty easy to pick up, if you're, especially if you've ever played D&D. It, it's easier than D&D. Like, it, you can pick it up quite easily. People want to get into that. Like, They want to celebrate together, and they want to be happy to- together playing this game. Games don't have to be competitive all the time. Games don't always have to be about victory, being the best you can be. Sometimes a game can simply just be a celebration of togetherness. We're all together. Let's just do something. Let's go slay the dragon. Let's go win the race. Let's go fight an evil army. The we part of it, letting yourself celebrate with others. There's rarely a better feeling than it, and games are just one way to reach that. So enjoy your coming weeks. I'm honestly, even if I sound a little tired today, and with the unannounced break I took, I am happy to be back behind the mic, and I am happy that I made, even though on the shorter end, this short episode, it Just it, it's good to talk again. It's good to just let my voice get out, and it's good to know that you know someone out there is going to be listening to me, even if it's complete rambling, I do. Someone out there cares, and someone out there enjoys listening. So thank you, whoever you are. Thank you for listening, and thank you if you came back after my unannounced break to listen again. I appreciate that. So for now, enjoy. I will not see you, but talk to you in a week. Bye-bye.